Hello and welcome to Beyond Radio Podcasts. This is an episode in our series The Veteran's Story, produced in conjunction with Morecambe Football Club Community Sports and the First Light Trust. In this series, local veterans recount their experiences of serving in the armed forces and life since leaving. The views expressed here are of the individual contributor. This is The Veteran's Story. This is the Veterans Story, where we visit the Morecambe Football Club Veterans Coffee Mornings and we chat to people who were in the armed forces about their life and their career. And uh, I'm here with this gentleman who's, who's just going to introduce himself, first of all. Uh, Cliff Crabtree. Hiya, Cliff. And, and you're Morecambe born and bred, I yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you born? The Queen Vic, would it have been? Or? Yeah. I'm only... All my family are Lancastrians, so they were all born in Lancaster. <laughs> right. And how old are you now? 92. 92. And a big uh, big fan of Morecambe Football Club, I understand, and have been... A long time. Since when? What, since you were a boy? Well, I'll be... When I paid for myself, I'll be about 11 years old, right? When they were in Lancaster Combination. Right. When war broke out, right? When I was at Bolly School at the time, and one or two of my mates, we went one day, and only first time I remember watching was against uh, what is it, um, Stampas Dyer. Right. In Northampton District League. I think yeah. that's one I can remember. Yeah. So you'd have been born in the in the thirties, yeah, is that right? So you were a, you were a boy when the Second World War broke just out. Coming up nine when the Second World War started, yeah. Right. Okay. So when did you first decide you wanted to go into the forces? Well, when they sent me that letter we were at HMS on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was still national service at that time, was it? Well, national service, of course, was passed in 1939, April 39, you see, national service act. I had two brothers who went in when it mattered, but we being baby at family like, because my eldest brother was born in April 1920, you see. Yeah. Well, I'm saying brother, was he was actually a, a nephew, a cousin rather, but... Uh, his mother and dad, when I lost my mother, and it was only me and granddad, and they wanted to put me in an orphan, and he wouldn't have it. So they came down, they were godparents, you see. Right. And his dad was uh, mother, brother to my mother. Yeah. So how old were you then when you got that letter? Well, it's a mess. I'd, I'd just gone 21. I was allowed to finish my time, you see, with all being over. Right, okay. Yeah, I registered in 47, right. Yeah. Right. Right. And which part of the forces did you did you go into? That was the... Army. The army, right. I started at King's Own, and then uh, after a day, next day on record, it, I was transferred, we were all transferred, 32 of us, to uh, East Lancashire. And then we went to, that's where we went to Broadway, East Lancashire. Then we come back, we to do three years with King's Own then, like, you know. So where did you go abroad? Where was your first posting? It, Egypt. Well, it's my only post, you know. I was there for just a week or two, short of 18 months, yeah. So was that before the Suez Crisis, would it have been, or around that time, before, it I guess? It was before the Suez yeah. because it was, uh, it, was, it was a thing that started in October 51 and finished in October 54, like, and then they went through. It, it was into, I think it was to do with that... Uh, Treaty that they signed in 35 to 36 to 56, 
NASA aborted it like. And then so, the trouble started. So what are your memories of, of being out there? Well, just probably wishing to get home again. Yeah. <laughs> really. Uh, there wasn't a right lot doing in so much as direct. You come under fire occasionally, like, but uh, the unfortunate ones there were. Uh, one of lad that was used to be a member of our uh, branch at Canal Zoners, he wrote a book, White Knees, Brown Knees, and he was RAF lad. Now, in my view, that lad saw a lot more than I saw, and he was supposed to be an RAF, but it was uh, no exciting at all, really. It was really, well, all you were doing was guards everywhere. So, what was the reason for you for you being there? What was the what was the mission? What was the idea? Well, because he'd aborted that. Because he'd not treaty. Treaty. Mm. So we we went to get rid of a lot of men, I think, from uh, Palestine and that. So they all went there, and at the height of the job. There was 84,000 troops there, and we couldn't get out. They give us run around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you couldn't wait to get home? No, no, not really, no. But yeah, having said that, I'm still remembering Duke of Lancaster's. Yeah. Yeah. So when you got home, you said that was your only, was that your only time you were sent overseas then? That's the only time I went. Yeah. yeah. So what happened when you got back? What else did you do while you were in the army? Well, <laughs> when I... When I came back, I had to do three years with 5th Battalion at King's Own, you see. That was me five years, National Service such. And uh, then I, I joined, when I retired, there were two couple of mates from Morecambe. And uh, we went to uh, Preston and joined uh, to a, a, some parade. Anyway, got hold of somebody. And so we joined um, Blackburn Branch at East Lanks, because we were retired, so we could afford that take a day off. Yeah. And we went there every Wednesday, last Wednesday month, I think it was. And it was a right good day we had there, and we had trips all over the place, yeah. You mentioned y your leg. You had an operation on that while you were in the forces, is mm. that right? Is that yeah. is that what caused the problem? Well, it did cause the problem that way, like, because uh, when I had my medical, I'd had two cartilage operations on there. And on your right knee? On right knee. But no, that not on that like. And after I'd interviewed with uh, doctors, after medical, one of them said, are you still playing football? So I said, yeah. Next thing I knew I was A1, and I got me calling up papers. And I had to be at Baron Barracks on 23rd of February, I think it was, 52. I had six weeks there, four weeks at Arrington Barracks, and then I was on a boat to Egypt, and that was it. <laughs> so when did you have the, the, the operation on your left? Was it on your left knee? Yeah, it was, uh, it would be Christmas and New Year of 52, 53, like. Right, right. Just before Christmas, I went in. Have you had a problem on it ever since then? Or? Yeah. Mm. What's, what, what? No, I've got two false knees. Two false knees yeah, now. Yeah, complete units, like, you know. Right, right. But I'm all right. I'm still my eyes still open, so I'm all right. Well, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you when did you leave the forces then? After five years of national service, that was it for you, was it? Yeah. Well, and then oh, then I into sixties. 
I've done around the World Cup, it would be. I had two, year, two years with uh, 288 White Akaka. I went I volunteered for that and I did that two years with them in the 60s. And then as I said, I've been with associations ever since. And uh, I had a spell, especially at Hugo Lancaster, well, it was King's Own Borders when I joined them, like, you know. Because um, a mate of mine, one of the lads that was in Blackburn with me, when they were going to amalgamate to Duke of Lancaster's, we thought, well, there's no point in going to Blackburn when we're on their doorstep, you see. Mm. And we both served Fish Battalion King's Own, you see, so we were members of that, like, you know. And are any of the, the chaps that you were serving with, sort of back in the 50s, are any of them still around, do you know? And the last one. You're the last one remaining. My, my mates from Blackburn and the uh, lad that uh, I got called up with at Barham Barracks, that I met in Barham Barracks, he, he died about eight or nine years ago. He just got to wait, he didn't. Uh, but we mated for a long time after that, all the way through. Like. So how do you kind of reflect on your, your career in the forces? I mean, do you, do you sort of look back and think you wish you'd been sent more places abroad or you're quite glad that, you know, you yeah. kind of didn't see that much action and you, you got out in one piece. Well, thankfully I got out in one piece. I just went to uh, Oberetum. One of my, eld my eldest granddaughter and her husband took me to Oberetum uh, last month. It's probably the last time I was two of these mates of mine. One of you reasonably well from Milford. They were both. One's buried in Fred Cemetery, but they buried in Moaska. I'm all right, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Whereabouts was that that you went? You went? Which one? Was it the Arboretum in this country? Or yeah. Is that Stafford? Stafford, Stafford yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The ball from there, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I can tell you, you're getting emotional thinking thinking about it. Let's talk about something a bit happier, Cliff. Let's <laughs> talk about Morecambe Football Club. You still come and watch your, yeah. your 92, are you a season ticket holder? Yeah. You come and see every home game? Yeah. That's my seat there. We were sitting right opposite where you sat. Yeah. yeah. In the main stand. Yeah. What do you think about them at the moment? Same as I've always done. I wouldn't thought tell you a club. Well, we're doing all right this season. They've had a good start. Every season's been all right for me. I don't go away now, we're saying, like, you know, because of travelling. Yeah. Sit down too long, it's hard to move, you see. But, uh, as I say, as long as they talk, you win it, haven't you? Yeah, well, I can tell you're quite passionate about football. You played it, you know, played it in your youth and yeah. uh, and still following it and still following Morecambe, which is absolutely fantastic. Well, uh, I certainly wouldn't pay to go and watch. Well, I won't watch uh, Premier. I won't watch it on television. Right. It doesn't interest me one little bit, Premiership. Yeah. Just coming here and seeing your hometown yeah. club and supporting yeah. them live. Well, it's brilliant. I mean, that's uh, what the, the club's all about, really, yeah, the, the, the community feel of it. And, and just this last two or three years, a lot more local people started to come. Yeah. Which we never got before. Yeah. I mean, I can remember days when if you got 200 at Christie Park, you'd had a good day. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> absolutely true. And now what we're getting, what do we have on Saturday for Bradford? About yeah. 4,000? Yeah. 700 or something like yeah. that, 4,500, yeah. which is fantastic. Well, when you look at population at country, I once read an article, I'm going back a lot of years now, and it's, uh, it was on about Morecambe and Man United. It's got to be back in late 50s, early 60s, I can't remember now. But Morecambe 
when you, we'd get 1800, I'd be and they were getting a full, I'm mistaken, a full 2% of population. Well, they used to wear that population at centre mark, radius of 25 miles. Mm. We wouldn't expect to get a lot, half of it is sheep and cattle, aren't they? And the other half's water, in it, you know. So, Man United were getting 60 odd thousand then before they all took ground a bit. Yeah. And it gave them 0.2%. Yeah. And we had a full 2% drawing capacity. And that, to me, was end of story. End of story. Yeah. We were getting more than United, we only got 1800. Last thing just to ask, I've noticed you've got a couple of badges on there. Yeah. As you're at the bottom. Just tell us about tell us about your badges. Well that's me canal owners. Yeah. And that's Legion. British Legion. Legion. Yeah. yeah. So the one what's the one? The one with the cam- the camel on it, you mm. say. What is that to signify that you went to Egypt basically? Yeah, that, yeah. that was in that, yeah. You enjoying yourself at these co- coffee mornings? You come these these yeah, regularly? Right, yeah, and some grand lads come here. Great to speak to you, Cliff. Thank you very much for chatting to us yeah, for the veteran welcome. story and uh, we'll see you at the next Shrimps game, no doubt. We certainly will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to The Veteran Story. You can subscribe to the podcasts and visit the Beyond Radio podcast page at www.beyondradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts to hear further veteran stories as they are released. For information on how the First Light Trust is helping local veterans, visit www.firstlighttrust.co.uk. Beyond Radio